0: Episode 62 is here, folks, and I was joined by the lead singer from one of my favorite bands probably ever, Elliot Sloan, the lead singer from the band Blessed Union of Souls. They were huge, huge back in the 90s. Uh, They made a huge splash onto the scene. This is back when I was in my teenage years and into my high school years, and uh, they had some huge hits. Of course, I believe being probably their biggest hit, as Elliot and I talk about quite a bit throughout the episode, but um they were they were huge and I, and I think if they were out today there's not there's not music like this today the 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 pop music the r&b it's changed and we talk about that we get into uh elliot's story um his band how they you know kind of uh uh climb the ranks and climbed the charts and and uh prove the naysayers wrong prove their own record label wrong on, on some of their top hits and And we got some insight from Elliot into uh, uh, some of those, we'll call them the glory days of the 90s and into the 2000s and and what him and his band have been up to. So really appreciate his time. And uh, if you like music, and if you want to take a walk back to some of those awesome 90s days where music was definitely different than it is today, then you will undoubtedly love this next episode with the one and only Mr. Elliot Sloan. The Optimal Life Good morning on this beautiful uh, Saturday from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, man. Yeah, man. I assume it's no different in Cincinnati, if that's where you're at. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Forty-something uh, degrees.
1: Kind of a brisk, brisk morning with the sun out.
0: Nice. It's a lot sun nicer sun than it is. Out. You know, it's funny. I went to Miami, Ohio for, for college. And the oh, okay. yeah. So the difference in weather between southern Ohio and northern Ohio—it's like two different worlds. Because yeah, it, man, you know, it's 20 degrees and raining here, or 30 degrees and raining today, or something like that. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, wow, wow, no, it's <laughs> sunny and nice,
0: man. You guys got that Lake to contend. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So how's life, man? How's life? It's it's great to finally connect with you. Obviously, it's we've been going back and forth for a little while. Uh, but uh, but awesome to finally connect, man. How's how's everything going?
2: Everything's good, man. Life is good. No no complaints. I stopped complaining a while back. I heard this pastor say once. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Christian radio, and this pastor was talking about complaining. He was like, and he was joking. He was like, "Stop complaining." He said, he said ninety ninety percent of the people that you complain to are,
0: don't care, and the other ten percent are glad it's happening. <laughs> that's a really interesting take. I know. No. I think he's off by a few percentage. There's probably two or three percent that really, really care. Wow, and that's about really about interesting. About a, a percent, about a half a percent that care enough to actually do something. So. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think if I think there's about ninety percent of the people in this country could use that advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody like gives a shit. No so, doubt, man. No doubt. So, are you are right. you you doing a uh, you doing a lot of traveling these days? Uh, we did this summer.
2: The uh, Fall slowed down a little bit, but uh, over the summer we were we were on the road a lot. We were up in Cleveland a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and um, we
0: played. Were you at the Odeon show? No, I, I wasn't able. To, I had a lot of stuff I was going through and uh, just conflicts. How how yeah, how were the Cleveland it. shows? It was great. It was great. Yeah. The 90s, the, the 90s, man. Those were the, those were the, should we call those the glory days or what do you call those? I remember being in high school. I was. I graduated high school in '99, and I remember probably I don't know, junior high school all the way through high school. We were jamming. We were jamming. I loved your stuff. I mean, you guys. You don't hear music like that anymore. Why, why is that? No, you don't. I mean, pop music has been redefined, and so is country music. You know, things just get redefined. I mean, it's
2: not. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I mean, it's just like the music that you know our parents and grandparents listen to. You know, mm-hmm. when when things change, people kind of get, you know, threatened a little bit. You know, oh, that ain't the way it used to be. It's like well, nothing is. I mean, they didn't right. have internet in 1492 either. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> or or even ni- or or how about 1992?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so when people say, um, you know, when people get depressed that things aren't the same. I mean you know uh, what's what's the complaint what you know the only what do they say the only constant is change and that's the truth that is true and 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 again
2: even change is relative because you know uh, the, the, you know I believe that you know uh, the word of the Bible when it says you know uh, there's nothing new under the Sun it's just a different version of Right. It's it's
0: it's taking somebody else's thing and kinda of modifying it pretty much.
2: Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's like, you know, the kids of one generation they grow up and you know, they hear what's happening. I'm just talking about music. They hear what's going on and and somebody finally says, Well, what if we do this? You know what I mean? Right.
1: And right. then
2: the next generation says, Well, what if we do this? you know, and yeah, that's just that's that is life. Yeah. What if, what if we what if what if we what if we broaden the horizons this way? What if we What if we do that? You know what I mean. If If that wasn't the case, man, I mean, we, you know, still be playing
0: big band music. You know, it's true. <laughs> it's true, man. 20s. Yeah, it's uh, complacency kills, and, and evolution's part of life in, in every aspect. Yeah, everything man. evolves, no doubt about it. So back to back to the nineties, because I think for, for purposes of this mm-hmm. conversation, that was that was the big change in your life, I'd imagine. Take us back, if you could, take us back to that point in time when you were playing on the road, you were probably doing gigs, but when does it really finally hit for you? What happened?
2: just Sure, but so so, yeah, we captured a lot of that, you know going through those you know bad songs and and having someone in our corner, uh our manager, Mark, having someone in our corner to tell us truthfully what's good and what's not, and I think that's another thing that's missing a lot of times with up and coming musicians, you know you and artists and songwriters, they play stuff for their family and their friends.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're just—they're just, they're just, you know, infatuated with
2: the fact that you know they're hearing their loved one do a song. Sure. And, and
0: I got to tell you what, too, Elliot. The same thing holds true in business. I see it so many times. We have a business. We have a defense contracting business that I'm involved in, family business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've—I've I've been on the road to see customers and suppliers and countless people through all over the. I'm an, I've, you know, attorney. I'm an attorney as well. And uh so often with the guys at the top they're always just being told yes that's good because people are afraid to tell them otherwise right right it's the same and thing and they appreciate the the little understudy that comes in and ah, go I don't think that's a really good idea you know and if absolutely you know,
2: Exactly. You weren't afraid,
0: so. Yeah, it's always good to have the mark in your corner. There's no doubt. It's it's, it's actually it's not good. It's it's critical because you're not going to succeed it's, otherwise. Right, right, it's right. True. If you just want to
2: get your
1: feelings coddled and yeah, mm-hmm. play it for your
2: parents. Yeah. They'll still love everything <laughs> you do. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, and you
0: know you'll be living at home until you're forty. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, so and, so the early '90s was that when things like uh, what what was the first like the big aha moment what what was that for you guys like where, where all of a sudden where you're, you're hearing your song on the radio or something of that magnitude what was that well it was even
2: before that mm-hmm. I mean Charlie and Matt, uh, again who's the moja produced our first You're
0: like we're we're on we're on to something here. Finally, we're on to something. Well, yeah. We are
2: on to something. Who signed you? EMI. EMI. Okay.
0: back what what are you in your like mid to late 20s at this point
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: The team for sure. So yeah, where was yeah. he, where was your? Where, do you remember your first celebratory meal? Like after you guys get signed, what where did you guys celebrate? I think we went
1: down to uh, Benihana. Nice. Down, uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> downtown nice. Cincinnati. It's not there anymore, but uh huh. For sure. Probably hit that girl
0: like forty percent. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know? That's funny. Uh that's that's that had to be such an amazing moment in, uh, in your life at that point. Yeah. And uh, I, I assume it's like talk a little bit about the, the emotions that go into it. Obviously, there's a ton of excitement, but on the flip side, do you start feeling different kinds of pressure, anxiety, anything like that, or was it all just fun and games? It was still just fun and games because. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Stay authentic to you And you, you were confident In what you guys were doing yeah. I was very confident
2: Yeah I that's, was very confident
0: That's, that's, that's awesome So and
2: I think I think overall The
0: team was too The uh, I Believe Was that on the first record Or the second one That's the
2: first single On the first record
0: It was Okay So I Believe Which is Still to this day One of my favorite songs I, I assume it's probably Still your most famous song That you've ever put out Um. Uh, did, it, did that song go to number one? What? What? T- talk about what that song did for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, it catapulted our career. Like I said, this band started at radio,
2: and uh, it went to number one. But, you know, the story behind that was, I mean, again, you know, that song was written and recorded in 1992, and it didn't come out to March of 95. Uh, EMI had kind of went through somewhat of, of, of a shift change. And, you know, that was a learning, for us you know between getting signed in late 92 working on the record all of 93 by 94 they weren't sure if they were ever going to put the record out they kept moving the release date back to when they're going to release the record you know spring 93 summer 93 fall 90 I mean I'm sorry 94 and then after a while it turned into we don't know when this record's coming out and I think you know you know what it's like I don't know if you do this I walk into a grocery store and you see something like one, within the first 30 seconds to a minute that you walk in and you see something you like oh it's like oh man yeah I gotta get this so you grab it and you throw it in your cart and then you walk around and you shop and you get the other stuff and you get the other stuff and then you look at that first thing that you got and you go I don't know if I really want this now that <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> uh, maybe I don't really need this right now. I right. Don't-
0: To me, jeez, yeah, yeah. how frustrating! And Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy a music guy. You know, he was
2: not a, he was not a corporate guy.
1: Yeah, right. It hasn't gotten a chance. Right. You know what I mean? Let let the,
0: let the public, people decide. yeah, let the people speak, yeah. and then what happened over the course of that whole year it's just it's just climbing the charts and it eventually hits just climbing the yeah.
2: charts climbing the charts you know 47 41 32 26 19 you know oh
0: you gotta be yeah. bad you gotta yeah you gotta be strong I yeah, was like number one for like seven weeks and we just couldn't
2: crack that nut and then finally man finally wow I mean, I overtook
0: it how in the, the world we did you alive. sleep man how did you sleep through that time period you got to be so oh, energized uh, holy I mean, shit Top, you guys were on top of the music world at that point. Absolutely at the, the top. World. At the top of the mountain. You know, yeah. Just, that is so something. ridiculous, man. That had to be so, such a wild experience. Yeah, it was. Was that the most famous song you think you've ever created? I believe, still has a beat. Yeah. Ten to eight. <laughs> I know? believe, I, li- I like I Believe, uh, clearly. I actually, Hey Leonardo is a good song, but I, I like a few of your others even better. I like Light in Your Eyes. Yeah, um, that's a big song for us. Another song that almost didn't come out. Jeez. Um, light, oh, yeah. light in Your Eyes is amazingly powerful, man. That's be- Talk yeah. a little bit. Give us a little insight. I mean, I go back to the I Believe and then Light in Your Eyes. Um, I believe you could hear the, I assume that that was a, uh, uh, you you were singing from real life experience from a relationship with a inter interracial relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was a kid, man, we uh, we moved
2: to an area of Cincinnati that was, you know, ninety five percent white, and you know, that's just what I was around. Like you know, you just weren't limited to you know who you knew in your you know previous neighborhood or whatever. Like there's a, there's a whole slew of women out there. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, dating before sure.
0: You know, it's just, it's I, and, and you—do you think you'd get away? Because I know you used the n-word in the song, uh, at least in the unedited version. I mean, yeah, what would, what would you know? That's you look at today. Everyone's—you can't say anything without people throwing their arms up in the air. So, I, <laughs> I, 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 know, I, know. I It goes back to the thing we talked about at the beginning. Everyone's either going to complain or bitch about something. You got to take the advice from your pastor that you that you were saying at the beginning. But right, uh, right, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I assume that that was a little controversial for you back then, but the the song was so powerful. I mean, talk about the, the meaning behind the whole song, if you could.
2: Well, again, you know, every girl that I dated from, you know, I mean, every girl that I dated during that time and
1: teenage years and after that,
0: they saw was skin color. They didn't. They didn't get to know oh, you they for saw you. Was skin color. Okay. Yeah. message was basically just like you, you believe that love the songs I believe love is the answer you're basically yeah. saying there's, right, don't right. worry about the color of everyone's skin or, or what these people come from or right. it's, yeah it's powerful man beautiful song yeah. beautiful song yeah. right.
1: I'm sure. You know, it was just like, you
2: know what, this guy's a human being, just like me, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know.
0: That's powerful. Like, you know, <laughs> you well, know, when you sing from experience like that, I assume, like, you, you, the emotion, there was so much emotion put into that song. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is great. And he goes, "Yeah, he is. He went, That is oh, great. Goodness, thank you. Uh that's funny. he probably was thinking like there's no way some
0: white kids going to come out with this and get away with it. Hell no. Like, I mean, That's that's an awesome that's an awesome story. Hey, uh, light in your eyes too, which is a great song. That 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 talks about what two people kind of you know growing apart, separating. How does what, what's all that about?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, it's you know how that is.
0: Yeah, of, on, course, of course, of course, of course. You know, we we've all dated, and you know,
2: I think I think I think even after we've gotten married, you know, I mean, I mean, not that you sit around and think about this person, but in the course of a transition in relationships you think about that one that kind of got away or whatever and that one that like you know or or just something happened where it was like like ah uh, you know it's it's like it's like if you ended Dexter after 4 seasons it's like no there's there's got
0: to be more <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, we could all relate man we could all relate yeah, man. no doubt for that Eric Clapton song uh, Change the World oh great song
2: yeah great yeah. song and uh, so Evan hook, hooked me up with Tommy
1: uh, and I played Tommy a few things you know that I had started
2: because I think he was more interested in like keeping our sound he didn't come off heavy handed at all like here, here's the song here's the song I mean he did play me a few things but he was more interested in what do you have going and and you know, what's, where's the direction of the band going? So I played in the part of Lighting Your Eyes that I had that I liked. You know what I mean? Sure. And he really loved the three four. He just, he felt like this had a lot of potential. And um, we're sitting in this house that we're writing in, and it's got a piano and and guitars. And he's a guitar player and bass player, and you know we just started hashing that out, man. And I I never forget, you know, I was just playing it and playing it, kind of like after he'd heard it a couple times, I was kind of just kind of playing the piano underneath, you know, us kind of talking, you know what I mean, talking about the song, right? And and where it should go, and and he gets out, you know, he's got his notebook and. Got his pen, got his paper, and he just started writing and writing and writing and writing. And, you know, I didn't know what he was doing, but I do know enough about songwriters that if they're just quiet in the writing, leave them alone. You know, you don't sit there and go, What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you
0: got? Do you got? Yeah, you just, it lets you know. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> let you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Know, I've written with a few really good writers like that. You just let them do what they do, which I get. You yeah. know what I
2: mean? I get that. You don't interrupt the flow and, you know, uh, just
0: throw in your idea. You just let them flow with you. Let them flow, flow with it. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I've actually been <laughs> been writing poetry and, and lyrics my whole life. Um, it's just something that's always come naturally to me. I, I should probably send you some. Uh, I could email you some. And uh, it is. You just once your mind starts going, it's just the stuff that can come out is just really. It, it doesn't take long either. At least from my experiences, it, it can. I could have a whole thing written within like thirty minutes it's 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 very strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's really something. Um but the light in your eyes, I, the the lyrics to that song are phenomenal. The lyrics are great. Thanks. Yeah. The hell or heaven part, one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then there's there's uh let me be the one, man. Another f- awesome awesome classic song. Love it. Was that one of your uh most famous ones as well biggest songs? uh
2: yeah it lasted a lot longer than people thought <laughs>
0: uh-huh, so you must look at this business now and just uh your head must be just exploding because of how different things are. The internet wasn't around when you were when you were big um you, you couldn't download songs. There was no YouTube. Nowadays, you put people couldn't have access to songs like overnight. I, I feel like if if social media wasn't around in the nineties, you guys would be, you guys would be, you know, the biggest things that, there is on social media. Uh, what's your take on the way the industry has gone and, and how technology's changed everything? Oh, well, just like I said before, things change. Yeah,
2: you know, somebody comes along and says, "What if we do this?" And this is what's
0: happening. Mm-hmm. So exactly what are you doing now I mean uh, doing some touring Uh, where's your prime focus at these days yeah still playing and still working on music still writing nice and you've got uh, uh, two kids now yeah okay so family life is obviously uh, extremely important to you uh, it's fitting that the name "Blessed Union of Souls." Blessed Union, obviously, uh, with with your wife and kids. Um, what's that like being a dad? Uh,
2: being a dad is great. Love your kids, and, you know. Take care of them, and and you know, support them in their to support them in their dreams, just like my mother supported mine.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, well, listen, man. I, like I said, I, I really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate connecting with you. Uh, I, I think it's your, your music. You have some of that kind of music that will last, uh, I think, forever. I mean, there's not many songs you can go back to in the from 20, 30 years ago and say, "Damn, this this shit still would be good if it came out today." And I, I think some of your songs are like that. So.